We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat. So we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Stupidity is like a loud, ignorant, shameless woman. She sits at the door of her house or on a seat in the highest part of town and calls out to people passing by who are minding their own business. Come in, ignorant people. To the foolish, she says, stolen water is sweeter, stolen bread tastes better. Her victims do not know that the people die who go to her house, that those who have already entered are now deep in the world of the dead. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and that reading was from the book of Proverbs, and I absolutely love this reading because it is personifying stupidity as a woman that is literally calling you into her house, okay? And it reminds me of this quote that Sister Maureen Christie used to have hanging in the back of our high school English classroom. And I don't know who actually said this quote. I've, I've seen it several times giving different people credit. But it goes like this. Stupid people discuss other people. Average people discuss things. Intelligent people discuss ideas. So if we're going to go back to stupid people discuss other people, then here she is sitting on her front stoop calling you in. And I know that I have definitely fallen prey to gossip. And I think this time of year, especially, it's very easy to fall into this house of stupidity because we're we're talking about the teachers and the administration and the coaches and the college that your kid got into, the college that your best friend's kid got into, you know, SAT scores and who made the varsity team and who didn't and all the things. Like this time of year, I just feel like stupidity is just screaming from her front step, like with all these enticing things that are going to get you into her house. But it says in this Bible passage that the people that go into that house are dead. And here's what I think about that. When I personally fall prey to gossip, I physically feel sick. I really try very, very hard not to gossip. But when I do, or when I even kind of allow it to happen, I feel physically sick. And at best, I leave the conversation just kind of feeling like empty. Like, okay, that was a waste of my time. Then there's the average people discuss things level, okay? And this is just your pleasantries. This is your cocktail party, you know, just how you doing, how the kids doing, how's your job, how's the weather. You're discussing things, right? And when I leave these kind of conversations, I kind of feel like, eh, it's okay, right? But the highest level in this quote is intelligent people discuss ideas. And this is what I live for. 
I live for these conversations with men or women or my kids that just light me up. I can talk all day long to another woman that is just sharing her great ideas. And it's one of the things I love about coaching because I really get to hear people, where are you going? What are you doing? What are you dreaming about? You know, whether it be their decluttering, whether it be their budgeting, their meal planning, their diet, their mindset, growing a business. Like I could talk about this stuff all day long. And when I leave these conversations, I feel alive, so alive. It's one of the things that drew me to my husband. It's one of the things that I still find to be the most attractive part of him is his, I always say to him, the most attractive part of him is his brain. I think he's so smart and we love our conversations. And sometimes we go to bed and we're just like, whew, that was a great conversation. And it's really because we are just dreaming so big and talking about all these great ideas that we share. So this time of year, I just want to, to encourage you to get past the average of discussing things and just, eh, okay. I mean, we have to have them, right? And just really try to move towards feeling great. Because imagine at the end of your day, you've had a few conversations where you left feeling like you could set the world on fire. What would your life look like after a year of that? So how can we do this? Let's say that you're maybe you've fallen into the habit of participating in gossip, or maybe you've gotten sucked in and you know you felt like it would make you feel like part of the crowd and it was just kind of easy and it was what everybody was doing. And it's hard to go against the grain. But how can we do that? So I am reading currently this book by Jay Shetty. It's called Think Like a Monk. If you've heard of it, um, I really encourage you to read it. It's called Think Like a Monk, Train Your Mind for Peace and Purpose Every Day. And I'm reading it very slowly because it is just one sentence after the next is just juicy, awesome goodness. Um, and so one of the ways that he talks about how when he was in the monastery, how they got past the the grumblings that you have about whether it's complaining or it's gossiping, he would say they would stop and then say 10 positive things. So, and I do this a lot with my kids. If they ever give me some negative self-talk, I say, uh -uh, stop. And now tell me something, three good things about yourself. And it makes them stop. And the whole idea is to become aware because Sometimes we just mindlessly wander into these conversations and before you know it, you're knee deep in gossip and you're like, where is this conversation going? You know, and it feels good for a minute, but in the end, you're going to be left feeling empty and if not dead. So let's move past that. According to Jay Shetty, one of the ways they did this in the monastery was to say 10 positive things about the person you just gossiped about. Now, here's the fun part. Let's say you're in a group of women or even just one-on-one -on -one, and they start going down the road of gossip. There are some practical things you can do. You can just not say anything, just claim ignorance like, oh, I don't know, or, hmm, you know, don't really, I don't have anything to say about that. You know, you can be honest and say that, or you can turn that ship around and you can say something positive about that woman. 
And every time the other person wants to drag you into the gossip, you can stop that and just turn it around to something negative. Because imagine you only have so many years or weeks or days left on this planet. How do you want to be remembered? How do you want your kids to see you having conversations with other women? Do you want your kids to see you as someone that just is whispering and always looking over her shoulder to see who's coming and who can overhear? Or do you want your kids to say, when my mommy leaves a conversation, the other woman is visibly uplifted? And that's your choice. That's your power. You can spend this school year being stupid and discussing other people, or you can change your brain, switch it around, start thinking positive about any person in any situation, and start living on the highest level of intelligence. Have a great day. I'll see you on Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me.